Splash 322 for throwing fire. We're keeping it there's no doubt that the game has changed and we are changing with it welcome to season two because in this season it is all about how we become and stay operational how we're ready for every moment of our life on and off the job i'm your host jeff fanman Thanks for joining me, and let's get down to it. Today's podcast is brought to you by Brute Force Training. Head over and check out the guys at BruteForceTraining.com, the sandbags, the gear, the equipment, the things that they offer, and of course, make sure you download the Brute Force app because it has got some unbelievable programming in there absolutely for free. And listen, when you pick up your next sandbag or your next shirt or your next pack, or whatever it is you're going to buy from these guys, use my discount code. That's op mindset, OP mindset, and they'll take a little bit off the top for you. Get in, get in action, get your sandbag, get your butt in the game, start working out, let that thing beat the crap out of you. Thanks for sponsoring us, guys. That's brutefortraining.com, brutefortraining.com. Now, on to today's episode. All right, this is Jeff Benman with your Friday episode. Listen, I'm going to apologize. We've kind of had a little bit of a, uh, well, had a little bit of a clusterfuck this week in getting things scheduled. Um, We know it's been a pretty important week for everybody in the services. And so, listen, I don't want to take too much time today. I want to kind of recap what we looked at, what we learned, and actually talk about the importance of our history, where we've come from, something we'll be talking about later in future episodes about creating a heritage of experience, uh, taking away what we've learned from history, from our own actions uh, and the actions of others and the experiences of others and the experiences of ourselves to really propel us forward in a whole new direction. So this week was pretty interesting in a lot of ways. Uh, One, the topic of the week was awareness, which I think we all agree is a pretty critical topic and I feel like it's been done kind of a disservice over the years, if I'm speaking bluntly, just in how we approach it in the methodologies that are taught. There's some great stuff out there. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I don't know that it's been drilled home in the sense that there's really four key components to our state of awareness. And that is the situation which is where we tend to focus ourselves a lot. Situational awareness, paying attention to what's going around us, um, you know, really beginning to try to dissect what's taking place, make sense of it, process it, and then make a accurate decision and take some accurate actions. And, And it's a big piece of the equation, but the subtleties in the other three areas can cause such a dramatic impact. And so, Really on this Friday wrap-up, it's you and me. Uh, We couldn't get schedules handled, couldn't get the team on board. A lot of people kind of out and about this week, a lot of things going on. Uh, I personally kind of took Wednesday off, uh, as I do each year. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit today. So uh, we didn't bring anybody together for today's episode. You know what? I'm I'm actually okay with that Uh, because I think this week when we start to bring 
previous events into our awareness, when we begin to draw from the experiences we've had and the things that have shaped our current situation, uh, we can learn a lot from that. And so, you know, when we look at awareness in my study, there's a lot of biology that takes place that can impact how you perceive and process the information that's going on around you, that's coming at you, especially rapidly, right? Especially in our world. I mean, it comes fast and furious and we have to be able to observe, dissect, assess, understand, process, make a, the best decision we can make with the information that we have at that time and then act. And that's our role. That's our life. Uh, and sometimes that action is right and sometimes it's not. Uh, but it, if you're really looking at what you've done, more than likely you've made, unless you've made a critical error and allowed the three other areas to kind of go unnoticed, which is what we're going to talk about here in a second, you've probably made the best decision you can make with the information that you've got that you've got. So we understand the situation is a big piece. And what I want you to think of, like the mental model I want you to think about this week is the other three areas are the subtle factors that want to like jump into the situation that want to deter you or impede how you're processing information. So, you know, when we look at the environment for say, uh, the awareness in the environment is is hypercritical because you've got to really understand, like I talked about in the beginning of the week on Monday, you know, it is your impact on the environment and the, the environment's impact on you. And so if you just isolate that a little bit, if you just take a pause and look at that to understand the culture, the people, the tempo, the energy, uh, the connection, uh, the language, the, the barriers, whatever exists in the environment, you know, and then we deal with weather and terrain and all these other, you know, imposing factors that we've got to be able to account for in our decision-making process. And if we don't, then we're making decisions based off inaccurate information because the environment as it stands plays a critical role in the situation at hand. So we don't want to leave that to the side. And then the other two, you know, really start to play out. So the awareness of others, what does that mean? Like I'm, I'm a firm believer in right. Kind of the energetic connection of us as humans. And if you've been around for more than a minute, you know, there is energy transfer between us, right? You know, when somebody's off, you know, when something's going to happen. If you've been on the streets quite a bit, you kind of know something's going to happen. You can't maybe put your finger on it. Now, you know, somebody's going to do something. You have that, that gut instinct and that gut instinct has arisen because something in the system has processed a piece of information and telling you, Hey, look out. Hey, be aware. Hey, pay attention. Right? I mean, that's actually what's happening internally at those times. And so your awareness of others, your partners, your crew, your team, the people, your there to serve and protect or deal with uh, is just a massive part of it because you can't control the actions of another human being. And so really taking the ability to pause 
making sure that the awareness profile of those around you is firmly seated in your decision-making cycle, in your awareness profile, in your processing of information and being able to absorb all of that, super critical, right? And then we get to the fourth piece, which is the awareness of you. Uh, understand it's our job and it's our responsibility to be the ones that are bringing the calm to the chaos. We can't stop the chaos that's happening, right? Chaos is all, we live in chaos. We, we actually thrive in chaos. You know, we love that environment. We love it when things are hectic and crazy and running 500 different directions. That's why we do what we do most time. But your responsibility is to bring a calmness to that through observation, through understanding. And I'm not talking about like hanging out for a while. This is a skill set that you build that starts to rapidly happen, like instantaneously. Your assessments occur quickly, your views, you know, as I go through what's the situation, what's the environment, what are these people doing, how is that playing out, and then where am I? And where am I mentally, physically, and emotionally? Am I physically capable to take on the task at hand? Am I, you know, smoked from something previous? Did I just chase a guy, you know, 10 blocks and I'm exhausted and now I'm right into another thing? You know, that it was, I just into a fight that I just run a work and fire that would I just have to do CPR for a period in time? Like, am I in a physical condition capable of handling the situation of taking on the task and capability? And if not, what am I going to do about it? Right. Do I have the physical cap capacity to see it through and see it through to the end? So that's a piece of it. And then we look at, do I have the mental clarity to allow the observation to take place? And when I talk about mental clarity, it's like free of bias, free of assumption, free of garbage, free of whatever it may have been, you know, fight with the wife in the morning, lost your keys, frustration, being yelled at, you know, pissed off at traffic, whatever it is. Can I have the mental clarity necessary to see what's taking place and process it accordingly? And that's a big piece. And that can be easily managed. That's a quick, you know, stop, breathe, reset, observe. It's a, it's a mental exercise that enables you to quickly like move things out of the equation as you need to and just start to get into action. Now, for some of us over time, that kind of naturally occurs, right? The, the biological function that's happening inside, the excitement, the stress, the things that, you know, are coming about because of the incident we're running or the call that we're running, you know, things do slip away. So when we look at mental acuity, physical condition, you know, when those start to work together is my, my biological response, my physiological response to the incident beginning to cloud my judgment, beginning to impede my awareness profile beginning to impede my decision making. Uh, you know, I talk when I teach this class, I talk heavy about uh, and forever have talked heavy about, I call it like the cognitive aperture. And if you think about it, right, I want that aperture as wide as I can possibly get it, right? As open as I can possibly get it. And then all these factors that are taking place, these, there are forces at work that are trying to close that aperture up, right? So that I'm ultimately, I'm looking through a straw, or if you're in a really crap state, you know, you end up going to black as we would call it, right? You're kind of checked out. You're unable to process anything taking place. So really in that fourth model, you have a responsibility to be aware of you, the condition you're in, what's taking place, why it's taking place, what you're carrying from 
previous events into this one. And that leads really kind of the last piece, which is that emotional stability we talked about back in the six pillars, right? Are you in a spot where you've got the emotional stability to transition point to point? Am I carrying frustration, anger, upset, uh, resentment, whatever it may be, you know, just being pissed off, just being frustrated, uh, just being triggered or, you know, coming from a very lighthearted, have fun, laugh at conversation, you know, how can I transition from that moment into this moment and match the level of emotional stability required by this moment? So I want you to think really heavily about your previous experiences, about what you've gone on, what's gone on in your life, the calls you've run, the things that you've done, the engagements you've had. Where have you faltered in being mentally, physically, and emotionally available to what's taking place? Where has your awareness profile dropped off? You know, what, what's your go-to? What do, you, what do you normally do? What do you rule out? What do you ignore from time to time? Uh, what is that for you? We all have different things, right? None of us are like fully aware all the time. But I really wanted to sink home for you that if you are not accounting for all four quadrants, then you are unaware. You're missing something. And those other factors can then begin to influence what you're seeing in ways that will then cloud your judgment at times. And so I really want you to take on the idea of being willing to kind of step back in an observer role rapidly and actually look at, you know, kind of GPS out. Some used to talk about like, like GPS zoom out and look at things in a very 360, you know, environment. Uh, having having those four points triggered, that's what kind of triggers your consciousness, right? It converges into that point of clear consciousness that you are absolutely aware of all the factors at play. You're naturally kind of managing and mitigating for what's taking place. And you're making the best decision you can based off the information that you have in that moment in time and trust it. And then like we talked about in the wrap up last week with uh, Robert and Root, you know, you go to my 10 degree rule, right? 10 degrees left or right. If I ran a fire, or I was running an incident or I was doing something, I have a clear objective. Like I know what we're trying to accomplish. Everything between here and there is adjustment. You know, I mean, I used to say all the time, right? You pull up two story, single family home, heavy fire shown for the number two floor. We're going to be making entry with a crew of three, start our primary search, locate to see the fire. Do the walk around, come around, take the door, move inside. The conditions have changed. That doesn't mean I have to make a whole new decision, but I'm just rapidly assessing and I'm present to the environment and I'm present to the conditions as they adjust and the condition I'm in, as those conditions are adjusting, that I can move 10 degrees left or right, that I can actually be in kind of this full on state of flow and operate at a high level be in tune with the environment, listen to it, listen to it, you know, from an audible standpoint, from a sensory standpoint, right? What's my gut telling me? There's so many amazing things that we unpack in the Operation Mindset program about where all this plays out, why it plays out the way it plays out and what inhibits you in certain ways. And so I just want you to take a piece away from that. 
Okay. And practice like don't rule it out. Practice. Think about it. The only person that knows where your, where your gaps are really truly is you. So this is another point where you got to be honest with yourself. You got to see what your default mode is, what's your default way of operating and how can you expand that? How can you open up that cognitive aperture, account for all four areas and really start to perform at the top of your game? I do promise you that if you do it, if you actually take it on and practice it, you will see a pretty significant shift in the confidence you have when you're making your decisions, the, the, you know, the level of comfort you have operating in the environment, the level of creativity you have bringing uh, various resources and things to work the problem, to solve the problem, to find your path or paths, to maneuver accordingly. I promise you'll see that. So listen, I, I don't want to take too much time. I, I want to share uh, a little bit uh, with you guys here just on my thoughts on the week. And, you know, we're 18 years past uh, the attacks on 9-11. Um, and everybody saw everything and everybody wrote their posts and, and put everything up. And, you know, we don't, it's interesting. I had several people and I almost found myself here too. It's like it snuck up on us. Um, kind of came out of nowhere in some ways, but still a very important reminder. I mean, I will share with you that everything in my life, everything I've done was doing, everything changed for me on that day. From that day, you know, I've had an entire different life. I've gotten to do things I probably wouldn't have done or gotten to do. I clearly have gotten to work with people develop friendships and relationships and know, know people at a different level and know people that I would have never known any other way. And so my look back is not a look back at sadness, but really a look back at how, you know, one moment in time can completely shift your entire life, uh, your entire perspective. I mean, I'm, I'm only married to Morgan these days because of how the chain of events went. You know, I only have my son today because of how the chain of events went. I mean, that's just, that's just it. And so I want you to look back over the last 18 years. If you've been around that long, uh, if you've been in the services, if you were around on nine 11, I want you to look back and look at what the impact is that has been on your life. What good, what bad, you know, I mean, who have you lost? Who have you loved? Uh, how has the state of operations driven you to a deeper willingness to understand yourself, take things on, uh, and operate at a different level? Because, you know, my opinion, that was like day one and it just continues. There, there's not, it's not just a day a year for a lot of us. It's every day, all year. Uh, and you know, you're a part of that now, whether you were a part of that then or not, you are a part of that now. And so it's important to really understand how the world has shaped, bring a, a historical awareness to the table. What's changed? Why has it changed? Has it been good? Has it been bad? Does it work? Does it not work? And really craft a, a forward momentum from it. You know, I've, I've, I've had the privilege of knowing amazing people. I've lost several friends, um, overseas and 
you know, and on that day we lost a lot of great people. And so I don't want to ever forget that. Uh, and I can't ever forget that. It is a permanent reminder in my life when I look around every day that I am only here because of the events on that day. I am only doing what I do. Uh, I'm only talking to you with this podcast because of that day. So, you know, that to me is the, the honoring of the events that have happened. Um, and so it's a great privilege for me to get to be in a spot now where I have the freedom and capacity and the knowledge and the capability to share out with you lessons I've learned, research I've done, and really draw together a platform for you that I really do hope is benefiting you. I've gotten a lot of responses from you all. I really appreciate it. We're now streaming in like 15 or 16 countries, which is unreal to me. Um, and you know, the responsiveness has been, been crazy. So on this Friday, when it alone, not going to take too much more of your time, uh, simple request for today. I want you to do me a favor. I'd like you to come over and join me in the Facebook group, uh, mindset radio. You can go to, uh, the mindset radio page on Facebook and find the group that way. Um, I'd like you to join me there because I would like to be able to engage with you at a different level, uh, with a different conversation, with a more depth conversation. And that group really only exists for you, uh, to share your story, to share your struggle, uh, to get support from me, the rest of the people that are in this crew, uh, the guests that have been on, it's a resource for you. And I want you to take advantage of it. Um, so listen, really with a lot of that, that's kind of going to wrap up today. I don't want to take too much of your time. It's valuable. And I appreciate that you give this to me. So, uh, we're going to keep plugging along. Next week, I'm really looking forward to it. Next week will be an interesting conversation because we're going to really start talking about recovery. Got a great guest, Andy Clark. Uh, she's a Canadian. We'll forgive her for that. Uh, but she has a very interesting personal story that is very relevant to what we experience on a regular basis. And so I really hope you tune in on that Wednesday show. Uh, Monday, I'll be talking about what I mean by recovery, what it actually looks like. Uh, how you use it effectively day in and day out uh, in the milliseconds of your life all the way up into the moments and hours and days that you can actually take time. So again, I appreciate you listening. Uh, this has been a, uh, it's been a good week in a lot of ways. And so before I go, I really want to acknowledge you for what you do every day. Uh, for keeping me and my family safe now, uh, for providing me the opportunity to be here with you and run this podcast and do the things that I get to do now. Uh, I don't have to worry anymore. And I know there's a lot of great people out there uh, that have my back. And so I just want to say thanks. And I really appreciate it. So that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, keep in mind, we're going to start next week. You know, Brute Force has been a huge sponsor of ours, a huge supporter. I met with Justin this morning, had some great conversations. Um, looking forward to some really cool and neat stuff coming out. And, you know, we just brought on uh, Chief Miller. So Chief Miller Apparel, he's over at Chief underscore Miller underscore. If you want to follow on Instagram, a lot of great stuff over there. Uh, we connected and uh, he really enjoys the show. 
And so we've decided to go ahead and bring him into part into partnership with us. And, uh, he will be in the spots of, of sponsoring us. And, you know, that's a big deal for us because we don't really, I, I can't produce this show on my own. So our sponsors are pretty important. Uh, several other things in the mix, looking forward to it, but most of all, you know, take this week, let it sit and let it sit deeply as, as deeply as you need to be. Uh, if you've been around for a while, if you're struggling with anything, I'm always around. Uh, you can reach out uh, multiple ways through the website, through Instagram, through Facebook. Uh, I am pretty responsive. I'm, I'm pretty much on it. So if you need something, never hesitate to ask and really looking forward to getting down to it next week. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is your Friday wrap up session with, well, me, your host, Jeff Bandman. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Tune in Monday because we're getting back on it with a full week of recovery. And then we're going to bring the team on Friday, uh, which we will get scheduled and have some great people there uh, to bust miss, talk about it, see where it works, see where it doesn't work. I think it'll be a lot of a lot of fun and a good conversation. So have a happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Uh, take care of yourself this weekend. Take care of those around you. Be thankful you're here and we'll talk to you soon. All right. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks so much again for giving me your time and attention. I greatly appreciate it. Listen, if you got something from today's episode, if you heard one little piece that can benefit you or benefit those around you, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, do somebody else a favor and share this episode out introduce them to mindset radio bring them into the fold get them listening get them learning and get them performing at a whole new level don't forget swing by and check us out you can follow us on instagram at mindset radio i'm personally at mindset 06 actual if you want to follow me head on over to facebook facebook.com backslash mindset radio and hop into our mindset radio group we're going to start having a little bit more deeper conversations some behind the scenes stuff some extra talks while we're there and really enjoy it last but not least two quick requests subscribe to the podcast and do me a favor rate and review us now see the review part is pretty important because people look through right people want to look and see whether or not this is worth listening to if you think it is do me a favor write us a note so listen we're out for this monday we're back wednesday with a phenomenal guest mike trot it's going to be a good episode make sure you're subscribed make sure you're listening be safe out there thanks again